How is it we're reviewing a child's movie and this is the dirtiest podcast we've ever done? Yeah, we're going to have to put a serious disclaimer at the front of this. Oh, Welcome back to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowner. I'm here with my co-host, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. Javier Ortiz. What is up, my nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. Thanks for joining us. Go ahead, hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend about the podcast. It does help us grow. Um, also, make sure you go and check out our new updated website. It's at www.whatsourverdict.com. You can do a lot of things there. You can listen to all of our episodes. You can vote on our next movie review. Uh, send us some messages. Sign up for our email list where we're getting ready to plan on sending some cool updates. Mm-hmm. And some exclusive content, like the really long outtake that was at the beginning of this video. It's pretty um, funny. It's it's very funny. Probably one of the... Probably the funniest outtake I've been a part of. <laughs> it's five minutes of me trying to get through the first sentence of my introduction. So go sign up and we'll make sure that's uh, one of the first things we send out is some exclusive content. So today, though, for our review, we're going to be discussing Scoob. It was released this year. It was directed by Tony Cervoni and written by Matt Lieberman and Adam Steichel. I know. Tony Cervoni? I, How did that work out? That, it's probably like... <laughs> that, that makes me think of the lagging, snacking, napping. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it. Tony. So it might be like Tony Cervone or I don't know. Either Somebody way. Tell that's not a real name. It's probably not. It's probably a stage name or something. I don't probably know. Probably got knocked out by Sylvester Stallone and Rocky. <laughs> Exactly. So Scoob starred Will Forte, Mark Wahlberg, Jason Isaacs, Gina Rodriguez, Zach Efron, and Amanda Seyfried. Uh, Scooby and the gang face their most challenging mystery ever, a plot to unleash the ghost dog Cerberus upon the world. As they race to stop this dog apocalypse, uh, the gang discovers that Scooby has an epic destiny greater than anyone ever imagined. That's a no. very epic. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Would Let you- me just jump. I'm I'm just gonna go right into our spoiler free uh, yeah, yeah, synopsis here. I babysat a lot growing up, <laughs> just a lot, and I tried to put myself in the shoes of kids, early preteens, maybe even squeaking in some teens here. And I gotta be honest, if I was a babysitter, I might rather just sit there and read a book to the kids. Which reading's hard to kids, and th- this movie was hard to watch. So I think I'd rather read. But if you want to see a really vibrant, colorful movie that has Scooby-Doo in it and live your heyday of the cartoons, this might do it for you for five minutes. But then after that, you're going to wonder, probably should just go read. There you go. Sweet. Ian, tell us yours. Yeah, I'd say I'd have to agree with that. My favorite part of this movie is probably the intro. And that's just for nostalgic points. Like, uh, I... There's just not a lot to say about it, JJ. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. That's I, a good I, little intro. It's one of those movies that you put on for a child who doesn't know what a movie is. And as long as it's colorful and entertaining, they'll watch it. And I don't know. I don't feel like they did the Scoob name justice. Cool. Javier. Anyone who plays this movie for children needs to be arrested for child abuse. This is an atrocious oh, movie that makes me want to drink a gallon of bleach. It's terrible. Don't watch it. 
So what you're saying is wow. you'd rather gr- drink a gallon of bleach than watch this movie because I want to make sure that we got it official. Right. I would rather drink a gallon of bleach while watching The Town than watch this movie again. Oh, no. <laughs> and you, we're back. You, no. <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look beyond that comment because even you couldn't stoop so low to say this movie is better than The Town. You wouldn't say that. No. No. Th- I'm saying the opposite of that. I'm saying I would rather Good. watch town and drink bleach than watch this movie again okay i just wanted the audience to know that the, the town won out this time oh man yeah i am gonna be the lone voice for the old people in this joint because while look it's a cartoon it's a kid's show it's it's not great for adult entertainment it is great for old man nostalgia like myself see this is the benefit of being old is I don't know if you guys know this and you can tell me, but all of the other team of heroes without spoilers, which you can see in the trailer, so it doesn't matter, but like the the Falcon and what is it, Dino Dog or whatever his name was. I yeah, Dino Were those real? Like so they had- and then the villain, Dick Dastardly, Captain Caveman, all of these were cartoon series when I was a child. Um, so it was this, this whole movie wow. was like a giant nostalgia trip down saturday morning cartoons for me when i was really really Mm. young and every time a new cartoon character that i watched when i was really young would come up and i'm not talking about my 20 year old young i'm talking like childhood young it was really funny and i laughed and i had a good time because again like i mean even muttley and all of those guys were they had their own show or they were part of a show and it was just so for me, it was really fun. So if you're looking for some nostalgia, you have kids, you want to play, introduce them to your childhood, only an updated, you know, nicely computer animated version. It's a great way to do it. Now, I did have some issues with the movie. I don't love some of the voice characters. I got a little silly and over the top for me, but it was fun and nostalgic. So I actually enjoyed myself watching this movie. But uh, yeah. Was, was this back when you were eating urinal cakes? Like that same age? Oh, fuck. <laughs> See, he only dares to do this because I'm looking at him through a computer screen. I can't actually punch him in the face for bringing this up. I'm just trying to get a timeline down. It it, it was in a similar timeline. It was similar time Mm. eating urinal cakes. Yes, when I when I thought a urinal cake was a giant mint. That is unfortunate, JJ. For all for all of us millennials out there, I want to apologize for your childhood. (laughs) Just a <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> See, but what you got to remember is, and, and we can move into some spoilers here in a minute, but they were much better written when I was a kid. Even going back, like as an adult, I can like go back and watch old Scooby-Doo episodes and go, these were really funny. They were clever. They were smart. There wasn't that much of that because I'm sorry, most of the writers today just don't, they don't have that in them. And they don't, they look for shock factor in kids' movies, not good writing. I'm actually not disagreeing with you. I read I, on that front. I read something today that like they were talking more about our generation, the millennials. We grew up with like 20 to 25 minute TV shows. And then the next generation was used to like on average about a 12 minute YouTube video. And then now kids are used to like 12 to 15 second TikTok videos. Mm-hmm. And I've gone back and watched some of the newer cartoons that are out now. And the attention span, it just shocks me how quickly things have to change. And it's hard for me to 
to understand that. And I feel like parts of that influence like cartoon movies today or animated movies where we're all looking back and like, wow, this just took a turn that didn't make sense. And it probably doesn't make sense to us because they're not tailoring it to us. So for me, I tried to keep that in my perspective, but it was hard to do so. Yeah, for sure. All right. So before we jump into spoilers, if you haven't seen this, you want to see it before you listen to us, spoil this thing. Go ahead, go check it out. Come back and pick up where you left off. But yeah, let's go ahead and spoil the shit out of this thing, fellas. What'd you guys think? What are some, I know I've got a whole list of like one-liners and things that actually did make me laugh and then a handful of things that really bothered me. But yeah. One thing I wanted to say that I I, th- I think I've told you guys before. I did, for me, I like the vibrantness of this movie, the colors. I, I, I know I think we talked about before that we didn't like how like Vilma and Fred, they looked more animated than maybe we were used to. But as the time went on, I just liked the way the movie looked. I thought it was really bright. It was it made the movie look fun. And that worked for me. And the other aspect of that, the one in conjunction, there was the sound effects. They brought back like the retro, uh, like all the banging on the head to like the Scooby when his paws are running and that like noise or whatever. That's so iconic. I thought they did those parts really well. And that's probably my favorite part of this movie is just that's where the nostalgia crept in from the cartoons where I was like, oh, yeah, it did. Scooby looked like he did. And the sounds especially was really fun for me. I honestly thought the opposite. I thought the animation looked terrible, like something that you would expect from a colorblind animation student. Like it just did not look. Wow. Yeah, I just I just didn't think it looked good at all. Like, I, you know, those like. <laughs> <laughs> You know those videos that they make, like like to simulate car crashes and shit like that? That's kind of what I thought it looked like. <laughs> Sorry I didn't hear anything after colorblind animations. Were you, were you wearing your glasses while watching? I, I was. Maybe you need to get glasses, dude, because oh. that animation was real bad. <sighs> oh, I have man. contacts, the superior glasses. But to, to his point, Simon Cal when they had his animation, he looked like too human real compared to the cartoonishly real characters. And that like threw me off completely. That did not work. <laughs> Why was his head so small? He had, he had like an itty bitty head. Why was he even in the movie? That's <laughs> my question. <laughs> That's my question. Yeah. I saw him coming through down. I'm like, what the hell? What is when he popped up? I was like, Oh, That's unnecessary. <laughs> Could have been anybody else. Anybody else. Except Rebel Wilson. (laughs) Except Rebel Wilson. Exactly. Uh, So dumb. I felt like Scooby talked way too much. Because in like the original TV, he didn't say that much. He would say like two words at a time. And but this one, he's having like whole dialogues, like an existential crisis. He's like going he's i don't even know what's happening but he's talking in full sentences and that really threw me off raggy (laughs) yeah it's and i think that's because it was like he was the main he wasn't just because in the cartoon the original cartoon when i was a kid he was the punchlines right so he always dropped the funny one or two liners which is why he didn't have a lot of content as far as dialogue went but in this like he is front and center of the stories his kind of origin friendship story growing up together with shaggy and so yeah there was a lot more dialogue than he usually gets but i love scooby i love scooby scooby and shaggy you know it's something that's really petty and stupid because they can't fix it but i i this the shaggy voice for me 
is like so ingrained as part of my childhood that Mm -hmm. while I look, I love Will Forte. He's funny. He does some great comedy shit. He's a great, you know, off the top of his head kind of guy. But Casey Kasem just did Shaggy for so long and he was so recognizable Mm -hmm. that it's just hard for me to go, oh, yeah, it's Shaggy. Like every time he talked, I was like, that's not shaggy I, <laughs> so that was scoob yeah i mean it's like zoinks and like on that topic of like the voice actors daphne's voice i don't think was too far off but why didn't they bring back the original voice actress because she's still around and she did daphne for literally everything else i think they're all around for except for Casey Kasem and maybe the guy that played that did the original voice for Fred. I don't know why they didn't. And I also don't know why you also have and I think they were trying to separate themselves from the live action movies, but every one of the actors that played these characters in the live action movies is alive and well and kicking and acting and so I was right. like why not use something that's at least recognizable but then I think they're trying to get a hold of this new young kid generation. I'm coming at it from you know, an almost 40 year old guy going, this is not the voice of Shaggy and Fred and Wilma and, you know, Daphne. So it's, it, it I get it, but I also thought they could have done different things that would have been better in my opinion. But fun fact, the lady who voices Daphne is this in the, in most of the original stuff is the same lady who voices Azula in Avatar, the last airbender. Really? Oh. Yeah. I did not know yeah. that. She's also in Bill and Mandy. No, Mandy and that, like, cartoon. I don't know. She's in a lot of cartoons when I was a kid. She was, like, the – yeah, anyway. Makes sense. I, voice actors – one thing I've learned, like, being a big video game guy when I was a kid, now that I look at all the cartoons, like, especially with Disney Plus that came out, I watched – I watched most. I've watched most of the X-Men TV show, again, because uh-huh. it's there. Like, I loved cartoons when I was a kid. So – and then the video games, a lot of these voice actors that actually are voice actors by trade – they're not actors who just voice because they have famous voices, right? Like your most right. of this movie, but actual voice actors, they are in a lot of stuff yeah. and they change their voices a lot and do a lot of different characters. It's really interesting. Like if you go through a cartoon, like a major cartoon that doesn't have famous actors in it, you just have voice actors. How many of them play multiple characters in the movie or the cartoon or the, you know, the video game? because they just know how to change their voice. And it's an interesting craft. I, I have a lot of respect for those guys because I look through IMDb and go, wow, I had no idea how many times they play are in the same stuff over and over again. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. It's a good point. So, but back to the visuals, I actually liked the animation after a while. It took me a while to get comfortable with it because I was like, oh, I miss my old pencil and paint Scooby. But I actually got comfortable with it by the end. I actually didn't mind it, but the voices bothered me. And I'm sorry, is Shaggy's real name Norville? Is that what they said? I think so. To be honest, I don't – I think that is something – I don't know. That's – shame on what me. For not looking at, I don't know. That's a great question. Yes, it is Norville. That's why they call him Shaggy. Is that canon? Is that like in the original series or did they just – they're just like, you know what? This guy's name is Norville now. Nope, it is. I just looked it up. His, his, real, his name has always been Norville. Norville Shaggy something. What was the <laughs> Rogers? Norville Shaggy Rogers. Okay. okay. I'm super disappointed. Awesome. That yeah. sucks. Hey, it's not <laughs> his fault. That's true. It's his parents' fault. True enough. 
I mean, it makes sense to have like a cool name like Shaggy. You got to have a terrible first name. Yeah. I mean, how bad does your name have to be for you to go by Shaggy? Yeah. And be like, Shaggy works. I like Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's Norville. Norville. Or, that's the line. Geez. If you're a dog and you have a middle name, then commit all the crimes you want. Just, <laughs> just go for it. Just screw the, court- the law. According to that cop, that was the, that was the law. Which it's disgusting that they ate that meat because Shaggy is like touching it with his nasty little dog paws, rolling it down boardwalk, buries it in some sand. I'm just like, oh, oh that's disgusting. Come on, peppercorn, man. Peppercorn. Javier, come on. <laughs> that's so gross. Is that peppercorn? <laughs> sand. That was great. But that takes me to maybe one of the most truest one-liners in this movie when we get to the Halloween scene, and they say, big house, big candy. And you know, as a kid, you knew, I'm going to the big houses. You were like, I'm getting full-size candy bars. I'm getting two things. I'm taking a handful. They might even have a house that's not home that has a big bowl of candy. I'm taking it all. Mm -hmm. That quote resonated with me to my core. Candy (laughs) for life. We all know that statement is true. Oh, yeah. How naive were adults thinking that they could leave a bowl of candy out with a sign that says, please take one, and that we would take one? Come on. See, that's a, that's a mark of the millennial generation because I'm a, a very – I'm like first-level millennial. My birth year is the first year that the generation is millennial. So technically I'm a millennial. That Our generation, we would take all that shit. Nowadays, though, my sister-in-law, I was over, They, my little niece goes trick-or-treating. It's really fun. She loves it. So I was over there with my father-in-law at their house, and they have a pretty big, nice house. It's really nice and nice neighborhood, so lots of kids everywhere, young, and it's so it's really cool. And they did that. They leave the bowl outside and be like, take one. And these kids wouldn't take a lot. Like, I, we got there, and the bowl was so full. All night long, there's kids rolling through the neighborhood taking candy, and I went outside at the end, and it was still halfway decent full. I'm like, wow, these are some honest kids. I'd have have taken the bowl, too. (laughs) (laughs) I could make make a great bowl of cereal in that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take the house, too, while I'm at it. Exactly. So, yeah, these are new kids. They're very honest, and maybe it's their parents going, don't take the whole thing. But Mm, I Because they know the game. Oh, yeah. They know. It's true. It's our generation that have these young kids now, so they know what's up. Don't take that. I did it when I was a kid, but don't do it. <laughs> okay, so they 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 bust into this house, right? And there's just a dude minding his own business, stealing shit from, you know, big corporations. How mad would you guys be if you got busted by some pretty boy nine-year-old in, like, a suit of armor? Like... You had like a secret, secret door to stash all your stuff in. You did it in an abandoned house. You even went so far to set up a security system, which was just you in a costume, you know, maybe not super well thought through, but you know, you went through all this effort. You got busted by some, you know, some dog and some blonde kid. I'd be really upset. I thought it was a Halloween decoration the whole time. So I thought like, uh, it's Halloween. This guy has gone above and beyond to make his house all spooky. And then they like tear his mask off. And I was like, that man, you guys just r- break into this house, find some guy <laughs> that's swinging around from his rafters, 
throw him to the ground and take his mask off. I was like, oh man, these these kids aren't playing around. But I'm glad <laughs> there was a bunch of uh, you threw it. That's <laughs> kind of dangerous. It's a good thing there was a bunch of stolen stuff in there. That I don't know. Yeah. yeah Otherwise, it's an assault. <laughs> Breaking and entering an assault. <laughs> <laughs> What I don't get is if he wanted to scare them to leave, then at least leave the door open. And then, yeah, you can have your weird pedophile fun. And at least they're gone. Like it's they leave. pedophile fun. What is he like fingering these TVs that he stole? <laughs> I don't know what he was going to do. I mean, you can't question his motives. All we know is that he got caught. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is everyone a pedophile? He stole electronics. Matson's broken a record. Matson set a new record. He was the first one to get edited before Javier. <laughs> God, that's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just wondering if he's trying to make this house haunted, why not lock the door? I mean, they just walked through the front door to get the candy. Like, and like Locked. all the windows are open. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's great that you've made it so that if someone like myself when I was a teenager would have been asshole enough to break into your house because I thought it was abandoned and haunted and I wanted to do dumb shit. But so now you have the ghost stuff when I break in. But if it's not, don't just leave shit open. <laughs> yeah, I feel like for someone who has some stuff to hide, yeah. you would just lock a door. Yeah, exactly. I think we... We overlooked the important fact that JJ is willing to go into a creepy haunted house for some candy. Oh. I think that's a direct reflection of eating urinal cakes and affecting his judgment. Dude, this guy's a ghostbuster. Dude, I'd He's go going in... in for no candy. Yeah, He's I'd going go in, in for, for no, no reason at all. <laughs> I've actually hey. I've actually paid to go into places that are scary. So, yeah, cuz they... our audience know if you need some courage, eat a urinal cake, <laughs> do what you need to do. <laughs> Make sure you're like six years old when you eat the urinal cake, though. Dude, you should never invite us over. Ever. I know. I'm telling you. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, and they can't use this later, it's about the same time I made a train out of butter sticks on the kitchen floor. Oh, and pushed, that's right. pushed it around like it was okay. <laughs> made like choo-choo sounds and all that shit. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I was four when I did that one. Uh, probably wish I'd have reversed those because at four, it sounds a lot better eating a year old cake than six. Yeah, see, like four, that's kind of cute. Six, like, are you okay? <laughs> another, I want to move us along to another true, like, one line. This is more like a phrase, but we all know that when they were talking about Netflix and Fred was like, you pay for Netflix? Yeah. We've all been those people that we've been mooching off of our brother, sister, or in Javier's case, who he gets to tell a great story. He had, it wasn't Netflix, but it was Hulu. Javier, I want you to tell our audience about oh, your awesome experience. Damn it. This is this, you know it's a great story. It's such a good story. I want to give the floor to Javier because this story is very relevant to what happened in this movie that Netflix isn't free, in fact. You have to pay for it. Okay, so I'm going to try to hustle through the story because I actually can't remember <laughs> all the details. And if you are a law enforcement agent, if you could just <laughs> skip ahead about 30 seconds, that would be amazing for everyone involved. But I know a guy, okay? And this guy knows other guys who basically steal login information like credit cards and shit like that. You and didn't have I, to say that part. 
Okay, well, I, I didn't do the credit card thing. But anyway, I really wanted a Hulu login, except I was broke because the company that I currently worked for at the time uh, did not pay very well. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so I was like, hey, give me a Hulu login. It cost me like three bucks. Like, it's nothing. And I still know the guy. So if anyone needs a Hulu login. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> just kidding so anyway it belongs to this chick named ari i think it was and um so i log in and i just start watching hulu just show after show it didn't occur to me to make like a separate account so that that stuff wouldn't pop up on ari's main account and um ari finds out she figures it out because she's not an idiot and instead of changing the password she makes my own account for me <laughs> and she labels it like like here you go right and so when i log in there's one for me and so i changed the name of it to just thanks ari exclamation point <laughs> and if that is not the definition of christ-like behavior i don't know what is isn't that a great story because when he told me that i was like oh sh- you're gonna get booted she's gonna like be pissed no just welcomes you into her hulu home and she changes password like six months later or cancels it. I'm not sure. And then I was without Hulu. So, but you can't be mad because no. she gave you those six months. Honestly, I so I had her email address because of that. And I legitimately thought about sending her like a thank you email. You but should I thought, have. I thought that might be weird, like crossing the line a little bit. No, no, no. Didn't see, you have your information. Yeah. I don't know if I want that. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> don't, they, I don't mean this in a stalkery way, but do you still have her email? Because, uh, I That's probably fine. That actually. is epic. I just want to like email and be like, look, I heard this story. You're my hero. Cause <laughs> she, I wish I'd have thought about doing that shit. Like, cause I've had people get mine before on Hulu. It's a common thing. And I'll block you. I'll sit down and go, I didn't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been me. Yeah. And, but I always get like, no, you're not watching it through my account unless I tell you you can, you know? So I always can't or change my shit. So now I'm like, oh, why didn't I do that? Here, here, have fun. <laughs> my faith in humanity was restored. Dude, that's what I'm telling you. You got to find her email address because I want to send her and be like, here, listen to this podcast. It's funny. And you're my hero. <laughs> you're my hero. Okay, I'm going to try to find it. Yeah, sure, no, no it. shit. Like, I will definitely email her send her like a t-shirt or something another question for the group it's another one-liner from this movie they were doing the finger pointing and it went to two fingers three fingers and then four fingers is a four finger is that a wave i just because it's no thumb i'm doing it right now it just it feels like some star tricky like off spock thing because i'm not splitting the v i don't know i just want to ask the group i didn't feel it was a wave I feel like splitting the V should be should mean something. <laughs> There's a joke there. I just don't know what it is. It's it's I use it when we play Super Smash and it's when I'm Donkey Kong and I hit players backwards and forwards and I always yell split the V. So you, you split the V with that Donkey Kong. That's what I was, I was like you I didn't think you could make it any worse than splitting the V and then you brought up Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> how is it we're reviewing a child's movie and this is the dirtiest podcast we've ever done yeah we're gonna have to put a serious disclaimer at the front of this oh, shit. <laughs> ask all my oh. friends it's like a common thing split uh. the v it's the double hit <laughs> <laughs> what 
I can't even right now. Do you listen to yourself when you talk, or is it just like a loud, roaring noise in your ear? <laughs> I can't even fucking deal right now. Oh shit! Splitting the V. It's the double hit, man. It's got, it's got to be the mustache today. This shit is like gold. Oh. Uh. But wait, wow. I want to know from the group though. Four four fingers is is it a wave? No, it's oh, not a wave. No, that's that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever well, heard. Which is I'm funny gonna... too because Blue Falcon, when he said that, like he went well at that point, and he opens his hand to five and was like, "It's just a wave at this point." So I mean, he doesn't even oh. wave like that. Oh, maybe he, he can't count. Is yeah, that the joke? Could be. I don't know. <laughs> it might be. Yeah, I didn't understand. Like I thought that was one of the dumber parts of the the movie. I did, however. And it goes right along with the vulgarity that we've been preaching right lately. The line where there, he was showing the books that he and his dad wrote. And his dad wrote the one, No Falcon Around. And then he, yeah, yeah. he wrote the one, Just Falcon Just Around. Falcon I was like, around. I love adult jokes in kids' movies. It makes me happy. Because <laughs> they know my nerdy ass is watching this shit going, yeah, that's my kind of joke. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. No Falcon Around. I think it's going to be my new theme. I like the when they were looking up Dick Dastardly on like the police records, and the second charge was tripping old ladies. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> and he had, it, ironically enough, I'm pretty sure one of them was stealing network Netflix passwords. Because <laughs> I, no, I shit you not, I swear I stopped and paused, and I didn't write them all down because most of them weren't that funny, other than the tripping old ladies. But I'm pretty sure one had to do with Netflix passwords or something like that. So yeah. They were pretty law enforcement ahead of my story. Yeah, exactly. I loved, I loved uh, when they were in the the arena fighting. Who was the cartoon character, JJ? Oh, it was uh, Captain, Captain Caveman. Ca- yeah, Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman. And what does he say from one of the best movies of all time? Are you not entertained? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Caught that. Caught that one. Yep. It was fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Captain Caveman quite a bit, and that was always his thing. Was Getting in fights and beating people up. It was great as a cartoon. I like it. were different back in the day. Dude, they were so good. I love cartoons from when I was a kid. And like the the late, mid to late 70s cartoons, because that was Blue Falcon and the dog, his dog. They were a, a 70s cartoon. That's why it was his kid and then a robotic dog. Because the cartoon in the 70s was, obviously, according to this, it was his dad's version of blue falcon and then the dog wasn't robotic he was an actual dog in this in like a blue and green suit that matched the blue falcon so i thought that he was the crimson chin from fairly odd parents for a good couple minutes crimson chin here comes the crimson chin you look just like him. Yeah. Just, you know, with a smaller chin, obviously. <laughs> pretty, Fair yeah, enough. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with that. Yeah. And, anyway, Ed, there, was another, there was another moment with um, Fred grabbing the Daisy uh, tire shield, and he, he puts it on his arm, and then he ties the bow around his neck. And it, that made me – I'm thinking Captain America, right? Because that's certainly what it made me think of. I'm not sure if it did to you guys. I'm sure part of it, but it was funny because his character in the old original cartoon had – that yeah, old oh, scarf, yeah. Yeah, the scarf around his right. neck. So that's why the, the scarf thing. But yeah, there was True. probably, but I also love the superhero line. So this is one of the truest parts that I heard. So there's a part where she says, 
um, when he's talking about the Blue Falcon and how he's all excited about it when they get pulled over or something like that. And she goes, and Daphne or Velma, Velma says, how do you know so much about superheroes and so little about the metric system? I was like, and he goes, because I'm an American man. <laughs> I love that exchange. He's like, 73 meters. I don't even know what that means. What are we, in Europe? Yeah. I'm like, nice, Fred. Represent, boy. Oh, yeah. Well, and then there was a really dark joke where they were first talking about Dick Dastardly. And he was talking about the, the epic mustache or what the mustache or whatever. And then he's like a smell of whiskey and she goes oh is the villain my does the bad guy my dad <laughs> i was like that's oh. so dark <laughs> oh i like i will say the one good scene in this whole movie is when they get pulled over by that hot cop oh, yeah. who is really just dick dastardly in a hot cop suit yeah hot hot cop uh suit of a anyway yeah we get you. and fred is like yes. drooling but then <laughs> Dick Dastardly is like, ah, he just sounds like a really handsome man. Yeah. Daphne and Velma are like, oh, no, no, not at all. It's like it's like if a mouse, what did she say? I don't remember. It's like okay. if a mouse like procreated with a ball of hair. Yeah. <laughs> I just like this face, and he was like, I don't even know what to think right now, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I loved what he, yeah, when he comes out of the costume, and Fred's like, mm-hmm. I have such mixed feelings. Oh, that's right it. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he did look kind of hot. Yeah, he's later on. Get like, it together, man. That suit was really hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. They it, even threw that the Hemsworths in there. They oh, yeah. uh, Dick Dastard, they called him a, a poor poor man's Hemsworth. And he was like, which one is it, Chris or Liam? JJ, talk to me about that. So this is like the origin story. And it's like in the 2020s, right? Like like it's in modern time. And this is she a had 70s. An yeah, this is a 70s TV show. So they're basically just being like, none of that happened. We're starting over from now. Well, yeah, but like if you think about it, if they had his origin story when they were kids in the 70s and then it was relevant to kids now, they'd be like older than me. And nobody wants to older watch than it. you. Nobody wants to watch a bunch of old people like shut up. Like exactly. <laughs> nobody, no kids want to watch an old guy, fat guy like me running around trying to catch bad guys. That's just not funny to anybody but the four of us might actually be a good so movie. yeah i mean they have to i know i'd watch it so they have to modernize it a little bit so i i mean yeah i get it that's also one of my like i don't know but why didn't they do the kid thing like in the 80s maybe instead of the 70s and then they fast forward to adult you know i don't know no i get it i think they were trying and they never really say what year it was did they when they were little no. kids no they didn't so who knows? Well, she had an iPhone that had like a freaking mega spotlight on it. I was like, my phone doesn't do that. Yeah, it's because you have like an iPhone 2. <laughs> I have an iPhone SE getting a new phone, so screw you. <laughs> thank, thank you, Apple. Screw Apple. I mean, I love you, Apple. No. You host our podcast. I don't podcast. really care about Apple either. But... Great podcast, but I hate their phones. I hate most of their tech. But that's They're, neither they're making either. a car. Of course they are. Elon's not impressed. They'll make a car, and the problem with that is, is you'll have to go to the Apple gas station or charge station for it to fucking work. Got to, got to get a new. You got to get a new plug every like two years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't charge your goddamn phone unless it's got an Apple emblem on it. Fuckers. Um, <laughs> going back to the movie. Uh, 
I, the other point I wanted to touch on is this movie really tries to harp on like friendship and being loyal to those that were with you. And it, it did tell the story of like, you're alone, you're kind of aloof. And then you find your friend who happens to be a dog and scoop for Shaggy. And I think they did a good job showing that in the initial scenes, but as it moved on, it just, the emotions, it didn't mean anything to me as an adult. Maybe it works for kids, but those emotional ties, I really felt like had a, had a strong start when they met, but then kind of meant nothing by the end. I can yeah. see that. I think they convoluted it with all the different friendship stories, but I don't know. Shag and Scoops hold such a near and dear place in my heart. So what I was like, when Shaggy like gave up everything to go into the, the underworld thinking he wasn't coming out, I was like, oh no, it's Shaggy. Don't leave. And then I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, they, come back. It took like 30 seconds for him to yeah. come back. I was like, this is stupid. I thought yeah. they could have at least gone on a journey to like get him back. Oh, no. He's just going to come out of this statue. Screw everything about having to send him into the underworld. Stupid. Yeah, but you'd like you'd damage children if he took longer than 30 seconds to come back. But that just wasn't necessary, right? They could have just like, oh, the friendship. We both need to put our hands on the wall at the same time, and boom, it's sealed, and then we're done. Like, what, what, what's the even point of going? What? What? What even happened? It's because sac. Oh, I shouldn't say this in case we have younger listeners. No, I hope we don't have kids because I'll melt no, their no ears. No, never. But like, that's because older generations, when we were friends and we cared about each other to that level, like you could have them put their hands, just have both their hands up and go, yeah, these guys would sacrifice anything for each other. Nowadays, you have to show that people will actually be willing to do that because we don't have the same. I'm sorry, but we just don't have the same level of loyalty and appreciation for each other. I think, in my opinion, that people did back in the day. That's why I think you have to show that it's okay to sacrifice. Be willing. JJ, to I'll I'll eat a urinal cake for you. Yes, That's I appreciate friendship. that. I know. You know, you know, what my biggest issue with this whole movie was what's that? Shaggy was not high. He was sober. Yeah. the whole time. It's true, but it's so normal now. With back then, it was faux pas, so everybody thought it was funny, right? So, oh, they're potheads. That's why they're always eating everything. That's what pissed me off is they only ran with them eating like a couple of times like Shaggy and Scooby in the cartoon, the original cartoon were always eating. Always. They always had food no matter what. Boxes of Scooby snacks. Yeah. That was great. Also, that's not what Scooby snacks looks like. They made it look like a, like like a wheat thin. Yeah. Like a cookie, like a weird cardboard cookie thing. It's like a a biscuit thing. I did laugh my ass off when she pulled out the, the, the Scooby snack from her boot and he ate it. And then she pulled out the second one and he ate it again. He's like, I'm, I'm so weak. I'm weak. <laughs> I laughed. I, yeah, it was great. I love that part. Cool. We ready to rate this thing? Yeah, let's rate it. I think we need to have Ian go first. Okay. Yeah, I hate going first, dude. I ha- I don't know. Have we heard from Ian? I feel like we need to yeah. hear his innermost thoughts on like the complexity of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it wasn't very a deep movie. And that's yeah. Ian brings depth to the podcast. You got to have some depth. Exactly. When you're splitting that B, it's all about <laughs> Double hit. With, with Donkey Double Kong. Hit. <laughs> Super Smash, man. Hey, I'll show you the move. <laughs> Ew, There's no, a move? Bro. Oh, I don't wow. want to see the move. You can do it tonight. <laughs> wow, please stop. <laughs> 
Hey, you I, started it. I know I brought it back up, but please stop. I regret it. He's gonna do it. When we, he's gonna do it when we go get wings. <laughs> Super Smash is in my car right now, like legit. Oh. A, I don't even know a, what that means. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a quick hit. Uh, this is. <laughs> It's a quickie split of the V. <laughs> wow. All right, Ian. Tell us, tell us your rating and whether you'd watch this lovely movie again. Well, I wouldn't watch the movie again. That's an easy question. The rating question is a little more difficult. I, Like I said at this beginning, I liked the very first part because like the nostalgia of it. I liked that they did the um, the intro to the TV show. And like modernized it. And I was like, oh, I remember watching this as a kid. Like, this is great. But that's kind of where it ended for me um, as far as the enjoyment of this movie. In fact, I had to like break the movie up and watch it in like three or four different sittings before so I could get through it all. Yeah, it was that bad. (laughs) So I I'll give it like a I don't know for animation movies, even like even trying to rate this as like a for what it is. I don't think it was very good. So I'm going to go with like a 1.5. All right. I'll go next because I'm going to be like the one guy that probably I'll probably give the highest score this whole thing. So for me, for nostalgia purposes, it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. I'm with Ian. I really enjoyed the opening sequence. Like I even have a note that I was like, I wish they'd used the original version of the song while they did the opening sequence like it wasn't bad i just wish it had been the original version that would have just pushed the nostalgia over the edge for me um i still enjoyed it i love that they brought back original villains from the cartoon that were showed them catching all these actual villains that were that were caught in the original cartoon show it was really fun to watch that and there were some good adult jokes throughout the movie i i laughed when they first meet the kids and velma's like i'm ruth bader ginsburg and then they kept making fun of her for her outfit so I had a good time with that. All the adult jokes we talked about were really fun for me. I can't say that. I, well, I can say I wouldn't watch this movie on my own, but my little nephew, like if he wanted to watch a movie, I'd put this on and enjoy sh- introducing him to Scooby and Shaggy and Fred and Wilma and Daphne and, you know, the whole crew of just my childhood. He's one of my favorite cartoons. So I think for that purpose, like if, you know, if my little nephew came over and was like, let's watch a movie, I'd put that on just to show him if it was something. But I wouldn't obviously watch it for my own entertainment purposes. Rating movie, the movie for me, the nostalgia was so deep. Probably give this a two and a half because I actually had fun at parts of the movie because of, you know, just reminiscing. So that's where I stand with that one. Javier. Okay. So I'm not going to watch this movie again, but it did remind me that I liked the original series. So I'll probably go back now and like watch through some of the original like movies and, and, and TV series. So I'll give it credit for that for reminding me how much I like the series. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a 1.5 because I'll agree with you guys that it did bring back some like you know, nostalgic stuff from the original series. But I am still pretty upset that they kind of shit on some of that. Like Fred delivered Velma's line, like her iconic line. And that really rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> you know, it gets a 1.5 because they even did the whole, like they they run across the screen and the monster's chasing them and they, they come out <laughs> different ways. Like, I'm really glad they did that because that was awesome. Yeah, with a giant Cerberus dog. That yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> It was really yeah. fun. Yeah. So yeah, there were some there are some throwbacks that I really enjoyed. That's why it gets a 1.5. Uh otherwise, it's not good. It's really not good. Like it's it's so bad. 
that answer the question? Yep. I, I lost track of what I was talking about. No, you got it. This movie is like, it's atrocious. <laughs> All right, Matson. Yeah. Uh, so I love animated movies. My like gold standard is like a like a Toy Story or what's another gold standard animated movie for me? Klaus. Don't know what that is. You uh, haven't seen Klaus? No, I haven't seen Klaus. Oh, it's a wonderful Christmas movie that will make you cry. If you or have. like Incredibles or g- give me another one. Klaus. <laughs> sure. I'm going to have to watch that now. But. Like those movies have a a story to tell. They have they're very well acted. They tug in your heartstrings. Like everyone's already said, the nostalgia of this movie is great, but it starts strong but dissipates quickly. Uh, the visuals are fun. If you're watching it with like your niece or nephew or your kids, is it going to get you through an hour and a half so you can survive your life? It will do that and probably a little bit more. And you can talk to them about like, hey, let's go back and watch, as Javier said, the older Scooby-Doo's. And then it's the gateway to the good life. But this movie is probably nothing more than that. So for that fact, I'm going to give it a 1.5. Um, I don't think it's terribly well written. I think it's a gateway to getting you to go back, as Javier said, to the original Scooby-Doo's and enjoying what those were. So would I rewatch? I'd only watch if I was watching with my nieces and nephews. Cool. Is that the worst rated movie? Oh, yeah. I'm be. looking. It should uh, be. Well, Javier, the reason why, because the movies that JJ, Ian, and I really all didn't like, you were like propping them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Actually, this is this is tied with, it looks like White House Down, <laughs> which is not a good movie. So. I might actually watch this over White House Down. (laughs) Now you're just being hurtful. No, no, I'm being serious. I I would watch White House Down over. You guys are just doing that to hurt my feelings, and I'm just, it's not working. You guys are just being belligerent. No, 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 I'm really not. Like, I really think it would be a hard choice for me to decide between the two. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I rated them exactly the same. (laughs) In fact, I might have rated higher. Now, Ian and JJ gave White House down a one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I stand by that. I would definitely. I think I would too. I really feel like I would watch this movie before I was merciful. I I gave White House down a two. Wow. Javier. What did I I give it? You gave it. Javier, what do you think you gave it? I think I gave it like a 3.5. You gave it a three. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, like, it's pretty good. You know what, what I, are you saying, Ian? I, you know what I definitely watch over this movie is Jurassic Park. The town. Park. Oh, thank you. Wait, hmm, I feel a little backhanded. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody uh, had to get it in there. I don't think there's a movie we've done besides Parasite that I wouldn't watch over White House Down. Really? Yeah, I really think that. I, I think Parasite's the only one I wouldn't watch over White House Down. Even Gemini Man, I would. Wow, Gemini Man, so bad. Ian, to respond to you, though, I have never been so offended by something I 100% agree with. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I like it. All right. That was a fun episode, fellas. Ian, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us? You bet. You can find us anywhere fine podcasts can be found. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts iTunes, all those places. On social media, we're back to at What's Our Verdict. We're pretty 
active on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Also can find us on Twitter. And we're also doing some awesome trailer reaction videos on YouTube. So we have a YouTube channel now that you can check out, which Javier is heading up. And it's just at What's Our Verdict or What's Our Verdict um, is the channel name, correct? Yep. And finally, if you have some suggestions, you want to reach out to us, feel free to email us at what hosts at what's our verdict.com. Feel free to review the podcast. We love getting reviews and feedback so we can make it better and grow it. Yeah. I think that's about it. Perfect. Thanks, Ian. Yeah. And like I said earlier, don't forget to check out our new website, www.whatsourverdict.com. Go in. Uh, we do have an active poll right now where you can vote on the next movie. Yeah. We'd love for you to come visit. Leave your thoughts. You can leave feedback on the website. You can get in contact with us. And more importantly, like I said, some of the outtakes we're doing, that's going to be the first thing I do is I'm compiling outtakes. We have plenty to uh, send out as ex- put it, make it available as exclusive content. Um, so go ahead and get your name on that email list so that we can get that to you. It's fun. Guys, that is the verdict, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye now. Bye. Cinemagic out. Oh.